0: Welcome to Spawn, a common sense, generally fun, and hopefully helpful discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. And
1: I'm Liz Gumbiner. Together we're the co-founders of CoolMomPics.com, and today we are going to be talking about What are you wearing? (laughs) No, it's not (laughs) Oscar season and we are not on the red carpet. We're going to talk about how quarantine and the pandemic is changing. How women are looking at fashion, beauty, style, makeup, self-esteem. So much stuff, Kristen. And we're going to come right back and have a really good discussion, I think, right after this.
0: This episode of Spawn is brought to you by The Connected Parent, a new book from acclaimed childhood development and technology experts John Palfrey and Urs Gasser. With the unique back-to-school concerns COVID-19 has raised, particularly around the effectiveness of remote learning, along with a general increase in screen time, this couldn't be a more timely or essential guide to navigating this new frontier. The authors address parents' growing concerns about the uncharted territory of raising the first generation of digital natives. If you're raising a digital native like we are, you'll want to grab a copy of The Connected Parent, an expert guide to parenting in a digital world. Visit basicbooks.com. That's basicbooks.com to get your copy today.
1: So, Kristen, I'm excited to talk about this. This has been on my mind. I think it's been on a lot of our minds. I think so. And first, I just want to say, listen. I know things are crazy out in the world right now. And for those of you who are like all politics all the time, awesome. I would urge you to go back and listen to episode 215 about absentee ballots and voting by mail. Really great stuff with Amber McReynolds. If you're like all pandemic all the time, (laughs) listen to episode 216, which is about supporting our teens through the school year with Lisa Damore. Episode 213 is great with Catherine Goldstein about how the COVID pandemic is really screwing working moms. Anyway, we have all that kind of like good, intense, topical newsy stuff for you. But today, we just needed to keep it a little light for our own sanity and maybe for yours. I agree. So last week, I got an email, <laughs> as one does, from a department store telling me about all their fabulous shoes on sale. And I looked and they were like the kinds of high-ish heel boots that I would normally be like, ooh. And I was like, instead, who's buying these? <laughs> like, all I could think of was like, where, where am I going to wear these? And so I went on Instagram, also, as one does. And I said, who's buying heels? And it was the most hilarious series of responses. Everything from like hell no and F no and what are heels to like people explaining kind of what shoes they were focused on to some people who said, actually, I love them and I can't get back to them. So I went into the Spawn community because it made me think so much about what I'm wearing these days and how and why and how it makes me feel. And I asked them if they're getting dressed every day. I asked our listeners, (laughs) like, are you getting dressed? Like, what's Deal. And what did they say? Are people getting dressed? It was the most amazing conversation. People are still leaving comments on that thread. Like, I love hearing from our listeners, and everyone's sharing these great stories about what's going on in their lives these days. So, how about you, Kristen? What are you wearing these days?
0: Well, Liz, I'm completely naked. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you
1: could be. <laughs> We've got a body made for podcasts.
0: <laughs> That's right. So here's what's interesting is that I was leaving the home as you were on a regular basis to go work in an office type situation. And so I was actually enjoying getting dressed and picking out my outfits and putting a little bit of makeup on. It really helped me focus my day. Then in March, <laughs> that all changed. And I have to say, I'm basically wearing sweats or leggings every single day of the week, even though I'm only working out three of the seven days. <laughs>
1: so you're kind of in workout clothes or like a step up from workout clothes? No, like Are you totally wearing a nice shirt with the clothes? leggings or are you just in... Flat out, like, sports bra and leggings. Oh, flat out. I mean, I think of the leggings, you know, and I've talked about them on the
0: show before. I love the Old Navy leggings. And what's funny is that I had to film a video of myself yesterday, and I totally had, like, gym shirt, sports bra, whatever on. I think I put a photo on our Instagram story. (laughs) So I changed my shirt, and I put a sweater on, and I put some boots on. I put a little makeup on, and I was like, oh, hey, I feel kind of good, but I was still wearing the same workout leggings. They kind of double for me. Like they could either go to the gym or they could be dressed up with a sweater. No, I get it. And actually, don't you feel like that's kind of what people are doing? Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot
1: of that. I just did an article on Cool Mom Picks about like the fancy leggings. Like here are the like nicer leggings if you want to upgrade your wardrobe because I've been doing a lot of that. Like I've been doing like, okay, I don't want to like look like I'm in gym clothes, but I do like these hue python leggings, they're kind of like jeggings. They look like Python jeans, but they're stretchy and cottony and comfy and they're hue and they're awesome. And I thought, oh, I bet other people would like this kind of thing too. So I did a search and put that together and a lot of people were on board with us. Yeah, no, I love that idea. Including the few people who it looks like clicked on the $400 Burberry checked leggings. Nice. Yeah. So more power to all of you if you're doing that. Yeah. But I realized like I have to get dressed in the morning. In fact, this morning, I will tell you, I did not get dressed right away. I was really tired. From being up late watching the debate, and it changed everything. Like, I completely got out of my routine, and it's been hard for me psychologically to get back into a routine with fall. And I right. realized if I don't put on an outfit in the morning, and I don't mean like a dress and heels or anything like that, but if I don't look like I could walk down the street, run into an old boyfriend and feel good about myself. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting. Oh, I like that litmus test, Liz.
0: Yeah, that's I've kind of a litmus really test, right? Not that. that I
1: have any old boyfriends to run into, for sure, in this neighborhood. But, <laughs> you know, like, think of it that way. Like, if I were to run into somebody and be like, oh, yeah, like, if I, you know, there's some interesting people in my neighborhood. If I were to run into them, how would I feel about how I looked? Mm. That may sound shallow, but that's actually kind of how it gets me through the day is like, I need to put on clothes. And I realized it's kind of like my armor. It's like my uniform. And like you, when I was working at a shared workspace, I actually really derived a lot of energy and inspiration from seeing what all the women were wearing. And it wasn't that they were always dressed up, but everyone was just so cool and different and expressed their personality through their clothes. And I loved seeing what the young 20-somethings were wearing. And I loved seeing women who kind of brought their cultural identity into their clothes or were wearing slogan shirts. And I just, I really appreciated that. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I, It's one of the things I like about living in New York is just deriving that energy from the dynamic people around you. And so I think I'm missing that. So I'm putting that into my clothes a little bit. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think
0: what's interesting is having to try to figure out what that is when you're not wearing jeans or dresses or that sort of thing, because like I basically wear jeans every single day. I mean, I'm not a leggings person. And I have to say it was like three weeks ago where the weather kind of felt a little cool. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to get some new jeans. So I went to my favorite vintage store. I got some new jeans. I got some new sweaters. And then it's been actually fairly warm. (laughs) And I have to admit, like, I haven't worn jeans. I've been wearing leggings and gym shirts. And I I like this idea because I have to say yesterday was a big moment for me when I put that sweater on and I just I didn't even have a lot of makeup. on. I put a little makeup on. I was like, oh, I kind of feel better. Like, I just felt like I could do more with my day. But I've been channeling it in different ways. Like, so instead of getting heels and we're going to talk about this, but I've been getting like funky sneakers and some like cool big sweaters. so I'm trying to express myself, but I admit it's tricky when I, and I know you were the same way, like we were not really loungewear kind of people. Like that was just not who I was at all Yeah. <laughs> before yeah. this.
1: I, I'm not like a yoga pants to the office person. I know some people are, and that's great. I, actually, it's interesting, like the responses to these questions, like especially the Instagram question, because, you know, it's private. I'm the only one who knows, who wrote it to me. So I would say like, who's wearing heels? And people, people would be like, oh, whoever wore heels, torture devices, and some people would be like, Afterwards, like, well, I do even if I'm driving to the store because it just makes me feel human. And I kind of like the idea that like everyone's got what makes them feel good and these days. I'm hoping that we end up in a less judgy space, that we let every woman have whatever it is that's making them feel good, whether that's you know, pajamas to the store or not. And so I used to be the person who was like, ah, put on some clothes, like don't let your butt hang out, like (laughs) yoga (laughs) pants are not pants. But now I'm kind of like, I don't know, if that makes you feel okay, then but but here's my question for you. Your therapy background. I wonder if it's kind of like chicken and egg, this whole feeling better because we dress better. Like I can think back to times where I was depressed or low or having hard times and I can see that reflected in how I was dressing. When I'm not feeling as good about myself, I don't put together my outfits as well. But I wonder if it kind of works the other way too. Like if I keep wearing sweatpants, does that make me feel more sluggish and depressed and ready for bed all the time? I think that you're onto something, right? Like, you know,
0: there's this idea of you <laughs> Outer chaos, inner chaos, right? Mm. It's like when my house is a wreck, it's really hard for me to settle down. It's really hard for me to focus. It's really hard for me to feel like I have inner order when my house is out of order. You can kind of use that example for how you're dressing, right? So if you're like waking up and you're just rolling out of bed and you're wearing what you wore to bed for the rest of the day, it feels like your day never ended and your day never started Mm. because you're not going through those milestones of whatever that is, like, even if you're brushing your teeth and washing your face, you're basically like, it's like your day never ended. And again, like you can look cute and together if that's what you want in loungewear. Right. But it's like if you make that effort to put something together, I think it actually does help put together, if you will, your psyche or keep your stress levels at bay because you're making that effort on the outside. That's
1: how I think that's how I feel, actually. Like, I really see the difference. And it's not to say that all of our listeners should now go out and get, like, fully fashioned up, (laughs) like, fashion week ready to, like, walk to the grocery (laughs) store with our mask on and, you know, buy some fruit. But if you're feeling like, ugh, I can't shake this kind of low-level ennui, this, like, weird depression stress thing, it actually kind of helps. <laughs> it absolutely helps. I really think
0: so. 100%. You know, and I, we've talked about this in other settings, right? Like when you're postpartum, right? And you're not feeling great. And you just, you put on a bright lipstick and brush your hair. It makes a difference. I mean, we don't have like the psychological terminology to explain exactly what it is, right? Other than we know ourselves that it makes us feel better. And we're probably not the only two people in the world to yeah. experience that. So I definitely see the difference when I make an effort. Well, Here's
1: the other thing. And I will admit this. First of all, Kristen, I have been wearing jeans. Have you ever seen me wear jeans? I never wear jeans. I mean, I've seen you wear jeans. I've known you for, what now, 13, Mm -hmm. 14 years? And I think I could
0: count on my one hand how many times I've seen you wear jeans. And two of those were probably leggings.
1: Yes. (laughs) Well, I am wearing them now. But here's the other thing. This is really interesting. So I've told you I went on Weight Watchers beginning of the year. I have kept it off. So this is where it's good that I'm a hoarder because I went into my front closet of all the clothes that I loved I couldn't part with, but I was like, I'll never wear these again. Like stuff from before I was pregnant. By the way, Liz, I don't want to interrupt you, but I do want to say like every hoarder says that line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it came in handy because I could go back to my jeans that I thought I would never wear again or like the nice like chicken and mu and like fancy pants that I used to literally fancy pants pants that I used to buy when I could afford such things before kids. And guess what? They all fit again. Ooh. So I've just completely shopped my closet, move things around, and I feel like I have like a whole new fall wardrobe based on stuff from 15 years ago that looks good again. So I kind of want to get (laughs) just also because I'm like I can wear this. Like I feel more confident going out in jeans without like a huge down to the floor cardigan that covers the rest of my body. Like, I'm like, I can wear a short little cropped leather jacket with this, and I feel okay. So there's something about that also. I know I'm weird in this respect, because I'm always gaining weight while everyone else is losing weight. Well, here, I finally lost weight. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? You haven't been eating your way through the pandemic? I'm like, I had some apples. (laughs) So I think some of it is also kind of like, I worked really hard for this and I want to be able to wear clothes that make me feel good and not apologize for it, not feel like it's shallow or silly to feel good about how I'm looking.
0: There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I think it's amazing. I mean, you worked really hard. You have kept it off, which is what you wanted to do. And so it makes perfect sense. I mean, I've been lifting weights, so I feel a little stronger. I feel like I'm more muscular and I actually feel more comfortable than I have before in workout clothes, which is kind of hilarious. Like yesterday, I was totally wearing leggings as pants. Like I was wearing a cropped sweater with leggings and I was feeling pretty happy with myself. You've
1: always had a good butt, though. Well, thank you. Say? You could, you Thank you. I've never seen you. I mean, also, <laughs> 14 years and our weights have gone up and down and kids. And, you know, I always say I've been postpartum for 14 years.
0: <laughs> with all the bebés. What? I said with all the bebés. All the bebés.
1: <laughs> with all the bebés. <laughs> that's, a, that's more yes. what I would say. Not wigs. No. By the, the way, babies. not wigs. Actual children. Yes, I have seen you and you always look good in leggings, so I just I just want to put that on.
0: Well, <laughs> Why, thank you. But can we talk about makeup, though? Because yeah. I feel like we can talk about clothes and everyone's going to have their opinion about like how they're feeling about their body, but I feel like makeup is one thing. This goes back to pregnancy, too. It was like you couldn't buy clothes. You could kind of buy shoes, depending on how pregnant you were, but you could always buy jewelry and you could always buy makeup because makeup would always fit. Yes. Now it's kind of tricky right because a try not to spend too much money on things like that also you're wearing a mask so you can't see half your face like yes. the, and and like you're not really going out anywhere. And and when I don't really go out anywhere, I don't wear makeup. Like, I don't just wear makeup in my house. Like, I just don't do
1: that. So w- tell me what your routine ha- is and how it's changed. So I think it's a little different in New York because we are out all the time engaging with the world. It's not like I'm just on my block and there's no people there. So for me, mascara is the new lipstick. Ooh. Like, if I've got a mask on, if I put on lipstick, forget it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the mask, right? <laughs> Even, like, the color stays up. Also, on the other side of Ford Forty ladies, you might notice that like your eyelashes start thinning and one of the things I gave up during the pandemic were the eyelash extensions, which I loved, but left my lashes fairly sparse, even more so than they should have been. And so I was like, okay, I have this opportunity to like grow them and put serum on and take care of them, which is I have been doing. And now I'm like spending my money on nice mascaras. So for me, that's my face armor is like doing my brows in the morning and putting on a good swipe of like a decent mascara. Mm. And then if I have the mask on, I feel like, okay, I I look put together and it's really cheating because you don't have to put anything else on from the nose down. (laughs) Also, do you get foundation on the inside of your mask? Because that's an issue. Yeah,
0: I do. And I'm I'm a BB cream wearer and it still comes right off. It's really frustrating. And I too have found myself focusing sort of on the upper half of my face, right? So I have always had dark, thicker eyebrows, but I definitely do a little something with them. And I've been playing around with eyeshadow, which I haven't really done before. For I have highlighter. I feel very youthful with my highlighter in the corners of my eyes and on my cheeks. So it's been really fun, I have to say, to play around with it because I don't know about you, but I basically had like the same face that I <laughs> wore like every day and I didn't really play around with stuff. So maybe this is this whole idea of finding other ways to express yourself because you're not going into an office. I don't know. What do you think about that?
1: Well, that's yes. And I actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that for women, fashion, whether we subscribe to it or not, is a way to express ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's a means of self-expression, right? I've I look at my kids, by the way, doing Zoom school from home, like planning out their outfits the night before. They are still putting on like full awesome outfits and the little like liquid cat's eye eyeliner that all the kids Mm -hmm. are doing these days, like they get dressed up. And for them, that makes them feel good. And it's their self-expression. I mean, to be a teenager and lose that opportunity would be like kind of a bummer, right? That's when you're supposed to really be having fun with what you wear and playing around with personalities and who you are and styles. So I think, you know, when you take take away your opportunity to do that if we're looking at fashion as self-expression and you're normally someone who gets dressed to the nines and you're in pajama bottoms every day then what are you expressing about yourself I do think that that can turn inward and again I'm not like condemning anyone at all believe me (laughs) like I think whatever you wear that makes you feel good like I've never seen so many women being like I have not worn a bra in four (laughs) months and I feel great like I think that's awesome who
0: cares I think it's all very liberating I mean, if if we're able to see it that way, it is really liberating. And I'm wondering what it's going to do to the fashion and beauty industry overall. Yeah, Because, you know, I was never a big dress or skirt wearer. I mean, like I wear them sometimes, but like I don't even look anymore. Like I, I don't even look at it. Like I am really focused on pants and sweaters and now specifically sweaters because I'm wearing all leggings. And so there are some things that I would have looked at before. You know, I love heels. I love a chunky heel and I have not bought any shoes other than one pair of Doc Martens that have a chunky heel, and I've been buying sneakers. Like I've been buying really funky, cool sneakers. It's totally changed everything for me. Yeah. So, like, what what do you think's gonna happen?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been kind of looking at that a lot. First of all, you know, we've talked about the lipstick test before. That in recessions, you can tell like how bad the economy is because more people buy lipsticks because it's an affordable little purchase. I think that's all blown to crap mm-hmm. now because no one's <laughs> buying lipsticks. So maybe there's gonna be a mascara test. The other thing i've seen which is interesting because you know i love reading the data about the stuff is there's this k-shaped economic recovery, which is kind of scary. What that means is like we're diverging. Mm, People with money are recovering faster than those without it who are faring worse. And so I saw that it turns out that house sales are booming right now, which really surprised me because mortgage rates are so low and because people are selling like crazy. And also jewelry sales, fine jewelry is up significantly. Interesting. So I'm like, who the heck is buying nice jewelry these days? Well, it turns out a lot of people are because they're not spending that money on trips, or, you know, yachts or whatever you do and you have a lot of money, they're like, let's buy diamonds. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see that economic impact. The other thing I think about is just the fashion industry in general. And I remember Anna Wintour giving an interview in the spring saying even she was thinking about how to reassess fashion and what it means and what's meaningful and, and how sustainability is more important and how it needs to be more fun and how it was getting too over the top with all the fashion shows that they were having and how often they were doing them. And then I think about, like, it's a trillion something dollar industry industry. I mean, fashion employs a lot of people. So just to say like, oh, good, we're done with fashion now because (laughs) we're all going into like our comfy clothes. That's going to impact a lot of people's livelihoods. Like, you know, we talk a lot about restaurants and bars and the stuff we see. We don't really think about all the various people that the fashion industry impacts and how that's going to affect them. So I'm kind of wondering about people, what we're going to wear and how things will change. I'm wondering what the designers will do to adapt to things. I wonder if I'll keep getting emails for high-heeled boots on sale at Nordstrom. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've been spending
0: money on coats, too, just to get ready for the cold weather. So I've bought a couple coats, which I usually just have like my one winter coat that I wear. But I figure I'm going to try to get outside more. So I don't know. I have definitely adapted my style. My fashion is adapted to what 2020 has gifted us. Well, that's a
1: good point. Actually, the whole outside more thing, we are going to be eating outside at our socially distant restaurant tables until December if we can. They're all putting heat lamps out now on the sidewalks. Yay! I'm so So happy about that. So I'm going to need to invest in like a really good, comfy coat that I can sit outside in because it's not like I'm just going from, you know, school to car, apartment to supermarket, like we'll be sitting outside for longer periods of time. I'm not a soccer mom or a hockey mom (laughs) like you, so you're used to that. (laughs) For me, it's a whole new thing. Yes, that is true.
0: I am used to being, well, you know, field hockey, everything moves indoors here. But I do have to say that I'm very happy about those opportunities, right? As we bring this to a close, like there, there have been some opportunities for us to get out. And I think it's exciting, right, to be able to be safe and to go outside. And I hope that continues, not just, you know, for the businesses. Obviously, it's a little selfish. Like, I do like to have a reason to get dressed up.
1: I do, too. You know? I mean, even just going and sitting at our local diner outside and having some overpriced waffles with the kids on Sunday mornings, like, it makes you feel like you are with people. You are among the people. And I think it can be very depressing to be so isolated Mm -hmm. so long. I mean, we know for a fact it's depressing. Yeah, And so even just to sit outside and see people walking by on the sidewalk is very helpful to my mental health. It's very meaningful to me. And it makes me feel kind of human Mm -hmm. and good again. And so if that gives me an excuse to wear my dressier (laughs) leggings, <laughs> leggings, <laughs> so be it. Well, you know,
0: we've already been hearing from people in our Spawned Facebook community about this topic, and I would love for people to keep weighing in. You can head over to Facebook, look for Spawn, look for our podcast community, jump in. You know, we, you can talk about this. You can talk about makeup. You can talk about anything. We love hearing from you. So we want to know, what are you wearing these days? What are your purchases? What are you swearing by? And what have you sworn off? Of course, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You can email us, bond at coolmompics.com. We love, love hearing from you.
1: And also, it's a nice distraction from everything else in the world. Just a safe place to come and chat about things like bras <laughs> and whether or not to wear them.
0: <laughs> Ooh, Well, speaking of bras. <laughs> May that be like the easiest debate we have all year. That is. That is. All right. Well, speaking of bras, it is now time for our Cool Picks of Week. Cool picks of the week. And I say speaking of bras because, Liz, my pick is actually a bra. Oh, (laughs) goodness. Well, how perfect is that? (laughs) I know. So I told you I'm wearing sports bras every day because I kind of am. But there is one in particular that I'm wearing. And there's a reason why, because it doesn't actually feel like a sports bra. And it's the Old Navy Light Support Strappy Sports Bra. I bought these on a whim like a few months ago, maybe even longer than that. I I did like a huge workout workout gear purchase at the beginning of the pandemic. And I think it was part of that order. But they are super comfortable. They're great for lounging. I wouldn't be like doing any of your Debbie Allen classes in these, Liz. No way. Yeah, <laughs> no.
1: I need like the armor. Yes. We talk about armor. You need I need the like, armor. A, you need a chest plate. Full I, on boob
0: press. <laughs> and I do too if I'm running. But this is great for like lifting weights or if you're doing super low impact stuff if you're walking. But what I like is that it's super cute, number one. Number two, it does still have a lift and a shape to it, so you don't feel like you've just got, like, a band of boobs. (laughs) So are we talking, like, AB
1: cup? I mean, give me the real stuff.
0: No, no. You could totally wear it. You just have to know that it's light support. Okay. You're not going to be bouncing around in it, but it's great for lounging around. Now, I have to say, it does have removable cups, which I generally loathe with a deep passion because, let's be honest, they always come out in the wash. However... I've had very good luck with these and I just feel like like I have a little bit of cleavage in them because usually sports bras not super cute. These are super cute. You get a little bit of cleavage. You don't feel like you're wearing a sports bra, but it's hmm. still,
1: you know, you slide it on over your head. And old navy, so they're probably really affordable too. Yeah, 14 bucks right now on sale. Wow. So just that saying. is a good pandemic purchase. All right, so that's my cool pick. What about you, Liz? I've got two today because I could not oh, choose. Okay. So All right. The first one, my friend Cheryl, who I worked with in advertising for many years, who was brilliant and hilarious. And if you've ever laughed at a commercial, she probably wrote it. She created (laughs) this brilliant business out of her kitchen called Big Dough Ball. Love it. (laughs) And it is, Kristen, the best frozen cookie dough balls I've ever had ever. She sent me a few and we're like, "Okay, let's cook them. Let's try a few." Phenomenal, amazing. We tried the ginger cookies, we tried the chocolate chip. They're so good. The one thing that's not so great. You can only get them if you live <laughs> in Manhattan or Brooklyn, or if you're having them delivered to somebody in Manhattan or Brooklyn. Free delivery, oh, but very okay. limited. So I'm hoping like Gold Belly or something picks them up because they are that good. They're Ooh, amazing. Yeah. Also if you order them between now and November 3rd, she's donating 100% to a really, really great organization that is helping to register college students to vote. So they're really good. It's called Big Dough Ball. You can read about them on Cool Mom Eats. They're so good. So for my New York friends, that's for you. But I wanted to also give a cool We'll pick for everybody not in New York, because that's a few of you, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. So you know that we're all about supporting small businesses, right? We love the deals at Old Navy, but we really like the small businesses, right? And there's a shop that we've written about for years called "The Trendy Tot." On Etsy. Yes. Do you remember they have like those awesome leggings for kids where the knee patches look like, I don't know, narwhals or funky oh, cats Yeah, or totally. Floss. Love those. They're guys. also doing really cute face masks for kids with like Christmas patterns and Halloween patterns. They're wonderful. Here's the thing She said to me this week on Instagram that because she started making face masks, not political, just Making face masks, people told her, I'm going to have to shop somewhere else from now on because that's political. Oh, dear. And she lost customers. And I thought, that what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, you know, we are big proponents of face masks here on Bond and on Cool Yes, Mom, we fixer. are. I wanted to give a big shout out to her because I hope we can help her get that business back because her stuff is fabulous and yeah. face masks keep your kids safe, especially if they're in school these days. They're like twelve ninety nine. They're adorable. They're really well made. And so I just wanted to give her a shout out and support her because she deserves it. She makes great stuff and she's not making face masks as any sort of political statement more as a really smart <laughs> business choice. <laughs> so it's the Trendy Tot, the Trendy Tot on Etsy. They're out of Duxbury, Mass. She's super nice and uh, I hope you'll find something cute to buy from her shop.
0: And also remember, we link up everything we talk about on our show over at CoolMomPix.com. So if you want to hear about some of the things we're wearing these days on our face, on our bodies,
1: <laughs> (laughs) Anywhere on our feet. I think I'm going to write up like some of my favorite mascaras because I've done quite the uh, analysis. Yes, (laughs) the last few months.
0: So we will link all that up over on CoolMomPicks.com. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for yet another episode of Spawn. Huge thanks to our engineer, John Bowen. And listen, if you've got a moment, please, please, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We would greatly appreciate it when you do that and when you subscribe and when you download our episodes. It actually helps other listeners find us, which really helps us in general. So
1: do it. It doesn't take long, right, Liz? It takes like five seconds. And it helps us and we like helping you. And so it's all a big circle of podcast. Help, love, (laughs) (laughs) help and love. I was going with love, Help and love, but, you know. Yes. <laughs> you can also join us in our Spawned podcast community on Facebook, as we mentioned, where we chat about all kinds of things like this show topic, although we talked about it before the show, which is interesting, but pretty much anything else you'd like to chat about. That's where we are these days. We're actually writing a lot more there these days, too. So I think there should be some fun discussions, and we'd love to have you come and chat about the world or whatever makes you forget about the world. It's all good. So, hey, thank you so much for listening to Spawn. This is Liz. And this is Kristen. Have a great day. Bye. And don't forget to vote.